Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Christen this budget Barbie camper. Priscilla, queen of the desert. I'm a man. Well, nobody's perfect. You don't put a bra in a dryer. I'm gonna pierce the toast. I will not be upstaged by some slut with mutant lungs. I'm a homosexual. Aren't you forgetting the ruby slippers? You're guilty of nothing. I believe you were expecting me. Is butter a curb? But you're not a girl, you're a guy. And why would a guy want to marry a guy? This is going to get me my third Tony Award. Don't stomp your little last season Prada shoes at me, honey. Outtakes is the home of queer cinema and television on Joy 94.9. And it's Conrad with you on behalf of the team for this program. We are taking a break until mid-October, but we couldn't pass up the opportunity to highlight the St. Ali Film Festival, which is back in Australian cinemas from September 19th to October 25th. Visit italianfilmfestival.com.au for full details. I recently met with the festival's director, Alicia Zekela, to find out about the films and themes that are appearing in this year's program. Plus, she offers up some fantastic recommendations for you to check out at this year's St. Ali Italian Film Festival. Here is Alicia Zekela for Outtakes. So we've featured the Italian Film Festival quite a bit over the years on Outtakes. We love a good film festival, and I have a very soft spot for the Italian Film Festival. It's always one of my favourites. But before we jump into the fantastic programme that you've put together for this year, I'm really interested to get your take on what it is about Italian films and the Italian film industry that lends itself to create such a dynamic festival programme. Well, I mean, this year is particularly um, amazing lineup, um, but Italians have a long-standing tradition with filmmaking, and I think it's part of uh, it's partly to do with Italian the Italian eye. Like Italians have a fantastic eye, whether it's cinema, design, architecture, fashion. Um, Italians just have an eye for aesthetics and quality, and uh, perhaps that's what translates through all their films. <laughs> And what about the industry for you over there? Like, they seem quite prolific. You know, I mean, they're obviously a very well-established country with a really amazing history and, like you said, a really beautiful design aesthetic as well in there. And let's not beat around the bush. It's a beautiful-looking place that lends itself to uh, a lot of really amazing moments on screen as well. But what's it particularly about their industry that creates such a, I guess, diverse and eclectic mix of films from your opinion? Mm, yeah, well, I mean, I, I, well, being Italian myself, or half Italian and going to Italy and, and working with the Italian sales agents and producers and having them come to me with their films and pitching their films, um, I guess my experience in that would be 
that they're real doers. Italians are doers and they really try to f- find a way to get things done. And if they can't get it done, then they try and find a way around it and find a solution. Um, you know, we're, we're good talkers. We're, <laughs> we're good at, um, you know, I, I think there's also um, very strong industry there. Obviously, you've got Cinecittà and Film Italia. Um, and there's very much, I think, in European countries, especially, you know, we definitely know this is true of France and I guess it's true of Italy as well. I think that the the art of filmmaking is considered extremely important culturally. It's considered mm-hmm. very important um, for people to um, have have that exposure to cinema and, and, and storytelling, um, whereas in other countries that might, that might seem, seem, sound logical to us because we're both in the arts. Um, but, uh, you know, if you look at, well, not to go back to the trauma days of um, Melbourne in COVID, <laughs> but, you know, the arts were considered something that was some kind of luxury that were not important and um, people didn't really need to, um, you know, be exposed to cinema, whereas in, in European countries cinema is considered um, very important to get mm. um, a perspective on the world and uh, to take us away from our daily lives and open our minds. And um, so I think there's just a love and a support for cinema as an art form um, that is part of the culture. Mm, thank God it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it does. It lends itself to some incredible films. And this year, the St. Ali Italian Film Festival is in its 24th year. And you obviously had uh, a lot of fun, but a lot of work putting together this program. Did you notice any themes um, this year that really stood out for you when you were kind of pulling this all together? Uh, well, I mean, I've been, not to give away my age, but been working on the, this festival since the first year. Okay. Um, and I think the themes that often come up, I, th- I see them again this year, you know, family and relationships. I think one of the um, new themes that's been emerging over the last couple of years, and this comes up in this beautiful documentary called The Circle, is I guess uh, w- what the migration crisis uh, looks like for mm. Italians. And, um, I mean, for those that don't know, I mean, obviously the, the, there's this very sad um, tragedy of, of this um, migration crisis where uh, people are fleeing um, from African countries uh, trying to get across the water in boats. And so Italy and Greece are really bearing the, 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 the forefront. They're at the forefront of that, um, bearing the weight of that on behalf of Europe, all these migrants trying to get through Europe um, to other countries like the Nordic countries or London or France. But they land in Italy. And um, and so I guess migration, immigration as well, sort of touched upon in this beautiful documentary called The Circle, which is um, Sophie Chiarello's uh, film about um, she every year for five years she goes to the same primary school and she interviews the students at the school who are sitting in the circle um, talking about things um, that affect them and just, you know, out of the mouths of babes, I guess you would put it, the, just the sheer, you know, honesty of children. Um, and, you know, those kind of themes emerge because, of course, you've got migrant children or you've got, you know, refugee children in their classroom and when those topics come up, how they respond to them. Uh, so I guess it's showing almost a new face of Italy um a more multicultural face of Italy and what that looks like how exciting and so wonderful that that those types of topics and topical discussions have been had and and presented in the film but as we know the there is also the um what we come to expect from the Italian Film Festival with some really lush epics and some great comedies and some amazing documentaries. So um, I know this is always very hard for a festival director, but I'm very keen for you to tell us 
about some of your recommendations or highlights that you um, make sure that we don't miss out on? <laughs> sure. The unmissable films, or as we say in Italian, da non perdere. Uh, I would have to recommend the three films from Cannes. They were, there were three Italian films in competition in Cannes this year, in May, which is just, you know, a couple of months ago. And very excited to be presenting all three in the festival. Uh, so we have A Brighter Tomorrow, which is Nani Moretti's new film. And uh, Nani Moretti um, plays himself as a neurotic director. It's a film within a film uh, about mm-hmm. filmmaking in the time of um, streaming giants. Very entertaining. Has all the nanny-esque uh, things like a, the cameos of the who's who of Italy. And uh, it's very funny. And um, it was a huge hit in Italy. It's a return to form for Moretti. And it was also a big uh, success in France. So I think it will be uh, well-received here as well. Uh, the other film from competition, La Chimera, the new film from Ali Cerroaca. Um, and this is, a you know, like a terrific film. She's a very, um, uh, how do you put it, she's, she's very young, very talented, um, has very unique vision. And I think this is one of her most accessible films. She did um, Lazzaro, Happiest Lazzaro, uh, in a previous year that I think will be the probably the biggest one that your audience will know. And uh, I think this one's as good as Lazaro. And so um, that one's called La Chimera. It also stars uh, her sister, Alba Roaca, who's often a feature in her films, one of my favourite actresses. Um, so these sisters are just an amazing, amazing duo. So go and see La Chimera. Um, and then the third one is Kidnapped, which is um, the new film from Marco Bellocchio, um, set in the 1800s at a time where the papal authorities kidnapped a Jewish boy from his family who was only six years old and took him to live in the Vatican with the Pope because he had apparently been baptised and so they considered him no longer Jewish but Catholic and so they abducted him from his own family. It's a very heartbreaking, moving story and, you know, Marco Bellocchio, obviously a master director, so it's a big, you know, high production value, incredible film. So they're the three from Cannes. I could go on, but... <laughs> oh, no, those are really great recommendations and I mentioned to you previously I went to the um, media screening the other night of the eight mountains and i thought that was such a powerful film it's not often that i get to come across a film that deals with male friendship in such a genuine and vulnerable way and i feel felt like it was a, a film that a lot of people will get a lot of things out of and it's one that i would um i'm looking forward to recommending one of the other films that jumped out at me is the genius of gianni versace alive a new documentary obviously focused on gianni versace what can you tell us about that film and how it came to be part of the festival Ah, well, I think, you know, fashion documentaries are always very popular in the Italian Film Festival because Italians, you know, along with cinema and architecture and design, you know, fashion is just one of their fortes. And, uh, and of course, Gianni Versace is a figure that is, uh, you know, really um, interesting character. I think the the how it came to be in the festival was that the uh, documentary has actually been made by one of his former models, uh, so as a former Versace model, uh, this director has also access to, um, you know, his friends and colleagues in the industry um, to do the interviews and put together the uh, the documentary. And so you see a lot of famous faces that you'll know. Um, and uh, we thought it would be a great addition to the festival for all the fashion lovers. We love that. I love a fashion documentary. We've done uh, covered many of them uh, on outtakes. So I'm looking forward to adding that one um, to our list as well. 
I know as a festival director, it's always hard. Every film, you love all of the films. They're in the festival for a reason. But is there one or two hidden gems in there that you really want to encourage people to see? They might not be so obvious right off the bat. A couple that you can tell us to to go and check out that might go under the radar. Yeah, um, uh, I think I would have to say Burning Hearts is terrific. It's a black and white, old school Italian revenge story. It's like an Italian Romeo and Juliet. And uh, it's really incredibly done. It also stars Elodie, who is the, um, she's a famous uh, pop star initially, but this is her um, acting debut and she's absolutely terrific. She's absolutely stunning. What a great recommendation. And look, the festival in Melbourne is running from the 21st of September to October 18. The full program is out now online at italianfilmfestival.com.au. My final question for you, Alicia, is what is it for you that you hope the festival brings to Australia? What is, at the end of the day, your goal with um, putting together this fantastic range of films for us to all see? What do you hope people get out of it? Well, my goal is sharing amazing cinema experiences and um, sharing the magic of cinema. And uh, and with the Italian Film Festival, also that added layer of being Italian and being feeling so connected with my um, heritage. I I just passion, I'm passionate about sharing language and culture. And, um, you know, if we weren't organising these festivals and putting them on palace screens, we'd all be watching English language things everywhere all the time. And mm. life, I just think, will just become very same, same. So uh, for me, I'm always striving to try to encourage people to come and see something new, come and see an Italian film, and, uh, you know, you'll be surprised. Always, always a surprise. We love that. Well, thank you to you and the team for bringing us another fantastic festival. I'm so looking forward to getting into the cinema and seeing some great films and all the experiences that come with that as well, and also sharing um your your picks and uh, recommendations as well with our audience. So thank you so much for being on Outtakes. Thanks for having me. Ciao tutti. That was Alicia Zekela, Festival Director for the St. Ali Film Festival, which is back in Australian cinemas from September 19 to October 25. Visit italianfilmfestival.com.au for full details. You're listening to Outtakes, the home of queer cinema on Joy 94.9. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.